1: And, and uh, the, you know, the thing. I gotta say, when Jeffy wears the colorful shirts, it makes me happy. Period. <laughs> Does it? Uh, end of conversation. Okay. Except, let me expand on it. Uh, he looks <laughs> he looks wonderful. Don't you think?
2: No, I, I disagree.
3: In what way?
1: Can you specify? In every specify? way.
2: In every way. So. You know the part where you said he looks fantastic? Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't think, I don't agree with that.
1: Right, but uh, there has to be a way that... Like there a reason something that you're noticing that I'm not? Is there something I'm missing? I would say that, you know, in part, he's uh,
2: what would you uh, overweight, overweight? I would say. Okay, now that I see, mm-hmm. now that you
1: say that, I can. Yeah. See
2: that. Now, not that we are not. Oh my God.
1: I, have turn this around. <laughs> I am in, like, a uh, stage four oh, good gosh. Uh, legitimate uh, physical breakdown state. Mm-hmm. I have to turn this around today.
2: And how many times have we said it? How so many, many
1: freaking <laughs> times have we said it over and over again? As three guys, about 80% of our conversations, revolves around how fat well, we are and how we want yeah, to change that. It but never we're
2: on TV, so there's good reason for that? I mean...
1: That we lament it from time to time? I'll say that there is a point to be made there, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the audience would would support Mm -hmm. uh, the the particular uh, situation. I just... I am... This is... It's getting bad. Like, I... I believe my body's in full physical breakdown because of it. Um, well,
2: I'm teetering in that brink because I just hit the 600-pound mark. Oh, really? And, yeah. Congratulations. So you I'm got- kind of excited that I could be on that TV show. Yeah, you go to Houston now? Yeah, uh, so Sudan. I either go full out, mm-hmm. you know, just full frontal fatness, uh, or, you know, you put the brakes on and go the other
1: way. Can we take a, um, a moment to discuss uh, the decision-making we've <laughs> made in recent history? Uh, uh, on this topic, uh, mm-hmm. in particularly, particularly uh, lunch on Friday, uh, <laughs> yes. in which uh, we went out to a, a lovely establishment, had some salad. But I actually wasn't.
2: There was nothing green on the table. I don't
4: think, <laughs> I don't think there was. <laughs>
1: I mean, I went.
2: Oh, we ate ourselves oh. into almost a coma. Uh, that we I mean, it was, a
1: breakfast, it was one of those brunchy type places, uh, so we, you know, you're talking pancakes and so French good. toast and was it's, on the it's table.
2: A, it's really good food. Um, and
1: we also did really d- good food. Really good food. I, I had uh, some grilled cheese thing. It was delicious. Jeffy. I, I, was, it, well, I did learn one but thing. But it didn't stop at the grilled cheese thing for you, nor no, did it stop no, at the I had eggs French, benedict for me. No, I had <laughs> French toast yeah, and the
2: grilled cheese stuffed thing. Stuffed French toast oh, and, and sure the grilled that. cheese.
1: I should have got the stuffed French toast. Jeffy got uh got First of all he got this well he got this giant biscuits and gravy biscuits and gravy which this is interesting Look delicious. White gravy with sausage chunks all, I mean, just poured, almost soup level, could, they put so well, much on. I mean, it
3: could have been mm-hmm. more, actually.
1: And Jeffy uh, ate every bite of it. Uh-huh. Um, and what was interesting is, apparently, gravy is not a bougie sauce. No, we did discover that. <laughs> with that, I did yeah, not white,
3: know. Yeah, white gravy with sausage, that is not bougie sauce. Not sausage. a bougie sauce. No.
1: Secondarily, after, because Jeffy kind of showed up a little bit late, and he did not hear our orders, I don't think. So When he, <laughs> when he when our food came out, he realized he had not ordered himself a pancake. <laughs> now these pancakes what? are the was, size
3: of like this desk. I mean, this is not. These are huge,
1: gigantic. plate-sized pancakes.
3: It was, it was quite and, a shocking moment when I realized that too, because yeah. I was like,
1: "What?" And let's be clear, and they're not
2: that
3: that, regular
1: pancakes. Right? They're huge, and it was like all but sorts of stuff there's on them
2: stuff like anglaise, oh, like oh, so cream, good. like <laughs> so like good. chocolate so, sauce. Well, let's be honest. And our fruit? instinct,
1: Pat, our instinct was to order more than Jeffy. Yes, we ordered two full meals, <laughs> and then only point. after Jeffy noticed we ordered more than him. Did he? Did he finally yeah, feel I was that? none of that. Yeah, he he did correct it and order a pancake after. <laughs> uh, but I mean, this was it had to be. I mean, multiple thousands of calories. Uh,
3: but what are you talking about? The one pancake had blueberries on it. No, I know, Jeffy. That That's fruit. Help. That's...
1: That doesn't help. I don't know. What yeah. I'm, my, my bottom line here is we can talk about Trump. We can talk about uh, the Charlie Gard thing. We can talk about all the news that's, that's, that's uh, fit to print. But the problem here is that you're, you're going <laughs> to hear it from three fat guys. That is uh, what's going to happen on that today's is a, broadcast. That's sad. But and we need to, I don't know, I, I, I can only speak for myself here. But I've got to turn this around. Yeah, we do. We've oh, got will to do. turn it around immediately. We all have to
2: turn it around. I'm in a good place. Are you? Uh, It didn't seem like it Friday morning. Wait a minute,
1: what? It just started. A good place? It just started. You broke through the floor of the good place. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to break
2: this, too. You mentioned Charlie Gard. What a sad thing that is. Uh, Terrible. The parents just announced that their fight is over. And they're just going to... They're going to unplug it, uh, his life support system, and then uh, apparently he, he'll go pretty quickly, I would assume, after that. Well, it's and, a ventilator,
1: so really, right? Up, yeah. I mean, minutes.
2: But sometimes, like, you know, in the case of um, uh, Terry Schiavo, she lived for quite some time after they turned off her ventilator. That's because she but, could breathe? Yeah, but yeah. Charlie Gard cannot. So it's, it's going to be very, very sad. And apparently his health had deteriorated because of all this delay yeah. to the point where, the experimental thing wouldn't have helped. So uh, they've they've quit the fight.
1: I mean, it's it's straight up murder by the state. Yeah. I I mean, now look, he may have died. He may have. Uh, But, you know, if he gave him the treatment he needed, or at least it gave him the opportunity to get the treatment he needed from somewhere else. Yeah, this has been going on since last November. So if they would have let him
2: go and, you know, in last November or December... Or even when we first got wind of it, what, a month and a half, two months ago, it, you know, More maybe it could shot. have made a dif- difference for him.
1: I don't know. know. I, I don't really know either. Stout. But I mean, uh, you know, at some point we There's have no to, reason for it. Uh, this this can't happen again. And, and pro- the problem <clears throat> here is, you know, unfortunately, it's going this to wasn't beat back enough. Um, you know, I mean, it just didn't work out this time. And the tr- parents did everything they could. But, uh, you know, it's not it's not going to set a precedent in the positive way for the future either. It's not even like one of these, you know, sometimes you can look at these things and say, well, Terrible tragedy, but at least Kate's Law, right? Uh, terrible tragedy, but at least you get something that enforces b- our border laws. Out of it, and maybe protects another innocent person later mm-hmm. on. Here, we don't get that even. No. I mean, it's just just a terrible, tragic story of a parent, uh, two parents fighting for the life of their kids, and you know, at the end. We really don't even get a positive. We can't, It's hard to pull any positive out of it. Other than the fact that maybe, you know, I mean, at least focus some attention on the matter. Maybe, you mm-hmm. know, our, You know, this would be a good time to maybe take some steps uh, here to make sure that this, this sort of stuff doesn't happen here. while well, it's on people's minds. Um, you know, I, I, it was the previous administration that pointed out never let a crisis go to waste. And uh, I don't know. I guess that's probably true in politics. The point, though, is that this is always right. It's never it's not an incorrect principle. Fight for it. And, and get some sort of restrictions passed here in the United States that can stop this from happening. And the mantra with the, with the gun control freaks is always, well,
2: if it just saves one life, it'll be worth it. Well, I mean, does that not definitely apply to this? If, if some kind of legislation came from this where, you know, you, you make sure the hospital can't dictate that your child dies, uh, then if that saves one life, it's definitely worth it. So they should get to work on that. But I know they won't. Because I got no confidence in them for anything, um, which is why things are being shaken up. Part of the reason at the White House, things are not going well, and they didn't have a spokesperson who could articulate uh, the reasons for it, or uh, oh, I thought you were going to say four really good opin- opinions, or, or even <laughs> sentences, useful sentences. Yeah. Um, but uh, nine things we've learned about Scaramucci's White House role so far, according to Politico. Uh, number one, he knows how to flatter Trump. Mm. When talking about the prospects for health care legislation, Scaramucci, 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 will you do the
1: fandango? <laughs> it's impossible to not it, think it of is. this with this Isn't guy's that, name. I, I can't. I, I just, hate it. It every,
2: just every time I'm to Bohemian Rhapsody, every time I hear his name. <laughs> uh, Scaramucci uh, said yesterday on Face the Nation that Trump always gets what he wants. If Trump was watching, he heard Scaramucci. Call him the probably the most effective legislative liaison person in the world.
1: What, what? I mean, I, again, what? I understand you defending
2: your boss, and you know, there's a lot, but, but you, you know, don't say but stupid things that have has, absolutely no basis in reality. He hasn't
1: passed one piece of major le- legislation. Nothing. Nothing. At, at some point, he's got to do that, right? Yeah. And you know, I mean, I think he will eventually. I mean, I'm you know, I'm certainly hopeful for tax reform, and you know, but I mean, it's so. Uh, like, I don't, I don't, you know, I get, again, this does seem to be a requirement of the, of the position <clears throat> to just, you know, kind of say anything in support mm-hmm. of the president. And I understand that, like, that is, it's part of your job to defend the policy and articulate what the uh, reasoning was behind a particular decision. I, like, all those things are understandable, and you might not, as a person, uh, always agree with them. I mean, Scaramucci pretty clearly was pretty liberal on a lot of things before coming into this job. Which is, you know, it's okay. You know, you, you don't have to necessarily agree with the president, or maybe he does agree with the president. I don't know, um, on those things. But to, to, to say things that are obviously factually inaccurate like that, I don't, I don't understand that part of it. It's not helpful. you think you'd be able to clear that hurdle. Uh,
2: number two thing we've learned, apparently, according to Politico, he's talking to the boss. Uh, Scaramucci said in an interview on uh, State of the Union... Trump had called him from Air Force One on Saturday to discuss Russia's involvement in the presidential election. uh, Okay. I thought they weren't involved. And now, of course, they are and everybody's admitting it. Uh, Like Trump, he's not sure Russia meddled in the election. Uh, Citing Trump anonymously at first before later revealing his source if the Russians actually hacked the situation and spilled out those emails you would have never seen it
1: it's that's an interesting that was an interesting clip if you missed it uh, i think it was with just tapper i don't remember who it was but he was on one of the sh- one of the shows and they asked him uh, a question about russia and he said oh let me let me tell you uh, and i can't tell you who told me this but i you know i was having a conversation and you know the point is that russia if they were hacking something like this you'd never know they're too good and whoever it was i think it was tapper pushed back and said well how do we, how do we know they wouldn't, it wouldn't be found well, first of all, I'll tell you uh, who it was. It was the president. He <laughs> it it, it, it didn't even like, because he, 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 I think. Wow, he really yeah, bore down on him, he didn't he? Really, he framed it and, in a way of like, look, I, you know, I don't know if you're going to tell us, I guess you're not going to tell us who this person is, but how did, would you know that? Well, I'll tell you who the person was. It was the president of the United States. I was like, oh, oh well, I didn't even, he didn't even really ask. It didn't seem like. Um, but also, I mean, people are pointing out that that is the reporting that happened after the meeting with Russia, which what, that was Vladimir Putin's excuse. So Putin told Trump, hey, there, if, you, if we wanted to hack you, you'd never catch us. And so now that has become Trump's reasoning. just bull crap. Well, yeah. I mean, ah, come I, on. It, it's possible, right? I mean, it's certainly. I doubt it. It's possible they could be good enough. But, I, but they did. So, I mean, I guess the, the idea here would be that <clears> some <throat> other source framed Russia for the hacking.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So I don't know You know, about that. Who's the the former KGB agent that we had, uh, he wasn't actually KGB. He was from an Eastern Bloc uh, country and then was kind of adopted, pulled into the KGB. Um, the guy who wrote the book on yeah. all that, yeah. we had him in studio uh, a while ago. Yeah. Yes. It, he, he surprised me um, by telling us essentially that the Russians are inept. They're inept. They're not really fantastic to do things so that you wouldn't know that they did them. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're just not that good, according to him. Um, and it sounds like it's a really good thing, because, you know, it would be a much more dangerous world if they were super good at what they do. But apparently, he like, made them sound like they're more inept than any, any agencies we have. Yeah.
1: Well, every government agency has a level right. of that, right? It's certainly a right. like waste. Um, and yeah, that, that is true. That's what he said. Uh, mm. uh, next up, he's sorry uh, he called, Tr- Scaramucci is sorry he called Trump a hack. During a TV appearance in August 2015, (laughs) Skarmuji called Trump a hack politician, saying he was anti-American for Trump having to make comments about hedge fund guys paying nothing in taxes. On Friday, he said, that was one of the biggest mistakes I made because I was an experienced person in the world of politics. Now, the interesting thing about him, and I think, honestly, you'll probably see over time an improvement here from the, the Sean Spicer sort of regime. Um, It might not happen right away. He seemed to me in his first press conference to be a a tad nervous, I would say, at times. Um, uh, You know, but overall, he seemed to have a pleasant he was trying to have a good relationship with the press, which is kind of Mm -hmm. the opposite of what you got from Spicer. He's also going to have uh, briefings, televised briefings back on. They're just announcing that. But this is this is some of the quotes from him that people are digging up uh, from uh, Scaramucci from when he before he was representing Trump. Um, He said, "I'm not a partisan. I'm for gay marriage, against the death penalty, and pro-choice. I am for social inclusion and fiscal responsibility." He said, "Hillary keeps." He said, "This is uh, 2012. If Hillary keeps this up, she might be back in play for 2016. I hope she runs. She's incredibly competent." Um, Here's another one: Walls don't work. Never have. Never will. Mm. Um, Will the USA has 5% of the world's population, but 50% of the world's guns. Enough is enough. Mm. It, it's common sense. Apply more controls. Republicans should support gay marriage. You can take steps for to combat climate change without crippling the economy. The fact is that many people believe climate change is a hoax. is disheartening. Um, wow. You know, on and on and on. So, I mean, the guy obviously Super had liberal. a lot of... He's liberal. a Democrat. Yeah, I mean, he had a lot of liberal positions. I mean, I don't know that he's liberal <laughs> on everything. It's, the word is he's kind of conservative on fiscal, uh, some of the fiscal deal. stuff. Um, but still, I mean, wow. again, it's not his points. Like, you know, he's not making his points. He's a press secretary. So he doesn't need to make his own personal points. No, but, but a lot of people are pointing Usually, Usually. Uh,
2: in fact, in every situation I know of up until this point, you choose somebody who kind of is... On the right side of the political spectrum. Right. If, you're, if your president is on the right side of the political spectrum, sadly ours isn't. And so his press secretary won't be either. Yeah. Um, and that's where we are. So Now,
1: he uh, supported Scott Walker's campaign, worked for Scott Walker's campaign. Um, when Walker dropped out. Hmm. Now, Walker's out. His guy's out. He goes to Jeb Bush. And he supports Bush's campaign. And then, once Bush is out, he goes to Trump. Wow. So, I mean, so he seemingly was a Democrat, then supported two other Republicans in the field before he got to Trump. But this seems to be a a move that Trump is really much supporting, obviously pushing. They offered the job to Spicer um, to stay and do other things. Yeah, but not do
2: the the briefings, which is what he apparently wants to do. Yeah. He wanted to be the guy, and they offered him something lesser, that he would be under this guy, and he didn't want to do that. I, I read he just flat out told him, no, I'm not doing that. Nope. And I think that supposedly Trump really expected him to stay on.
1: Yeah. And, you know, look, I, this is an interesting move. You think about Spicer, though. Again, Spicer was one of these guys like Sessions who was on board early with this when nobody was. Mm-hmm. So he takes this, the leap of faith to, to invest into uh, Donald Trump and say, this guy's going to be our nominee. I, you know, he pushes back everybody else. He sticks to, the, t- sticks to the program, goes all the way through, gets there, gets completely, it has six months of embarrassment. I mean, Spicer was... Uh, sort of a a nominally respected member of Republican establishment politics going into this. He wasn't mm-hmm. like some out. He wasn't um, who was the woman that uh, that represented him during the campaign.
2: Uh, Kellyanne Conway.
1: Yeah, well, Kellyanne Conway. Just no, the other one, uh, Katrina Pearson. Oh, it wasn't yeah. Katrina Pearson. Like it wasn't like okay, we can't get anybody. I don't know her. <clears throat> it wasn't that. I mean, Spicer was. Mm-hmm. You know, had a, a, a long time job. Wanted this job. Wanted to be press secretary for the president. Uh, and lasts six months. Sessions looks like he's on his way out. Priebus looks like he's on his way out. Mm-hmm. If any any of them make it to the end of the year, some people are going to be surprised. I mean, Sessions yeah. probably has the best chance.
2: That's one of the things they're saying that po- we now know. Um, Politico mentions he's considering more staff shakeups. ups uh, shares the boss's distaste for leaks. He would bring back more on-camera briefings, might micromanage, and he's proud of his credentials. Uh, he's a Wall Street financier, financier who went to law school with uh, Barack Obama? Now I thought nobody had seen Barack Obama on campus. That was my understanding. Doesn't <laughs> nobody so you saw him?
1: Huh. There are many columns about that particular huh. topic by widely varied artists uh, and authors. Um, well, one or one. Anyway, mm-hmm. a lot
2: of articles from one guy, and uh, uh, so. But uh, apparently, somebody did see him on campus somewhere, and it's uh, this Scaramucci uh, who inspired a Queen song. Oh, golly. Welcome back.
1: Uh, Rand Paul. Remember him?
2: No. Okay. Refresh my memory.
5: Rand Paul
1: a senator. He's from senator. Uh, okay. Um, uh, uh, the the senator United States government senator. is located in Washington D.C. has three the branches. Mm-hmm. Um, one they of them. They are the executive. Uh, the executive.
2: Judicial.
1: The judicial. Legislative.
2: The music branch. And the music branch. And the music branch. So
1: Rand Paul is in the music branch, and uh, he has uh, he's a great artist. By the way, I, there's another thing we do, we have to discuss, and I think maybe we have to bring some of this out on the on the radio show. I, I, I read an unfortunately long piece about Joe Scarborough today. Yeah. It's in, I think, New York or New Yorker. I mean, you know, and all their articles are like 65,000 words. Uh-huh. And like once you commit to them, you're like, why am I reading this? Because some of their stuff is really good, actually. Um, but this one was not. It just wasn't that interesting. But it was basically like talking about how they the Scarborough Mika thing, how they fell in love with Trump and then fell out. So, like, you know, how, remember how much they loved him during yeah. the campaign, oh my gosh. and they promoted him like yeah. crazy, uh, and now they hate each other. Like, they, right. they're now saying, now it's legitimate. Like, even though they kind of faked the distaste throughout the year, uh, now they really do not like each other at all. And it's based on a couple of meetings where Trump felt he got slighted and was calling up and trying to pressure him, and, you know, ridiculous. So, anyway, this whole winding path. However, oh man, oh man. a little nugget towards the end, that Joe Scarborough has a band. A band? Yes. Joe Scarborough has a band in which he sings for.
2: I'd love to hear that because that would be
1: fun to make fun. of. We gotta hear that. It's called. He had his new CD came out and it's funny. He's got a
2: CD out. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, that's on the air. And not only did it come out, but it came out like a couple months ago or several weeks ago. We must. Which is interesting. Find is it on iTunes? I think so. It's called Mystified. Come on now. Mystified is the name of it. This
2: has to and again, happen,
1: like now. This is why you read the 65,000-word uh, New Yorker piece, because you eventually get to the point where you get this one little nugget <laughs> out of it, um, which seems really promising. Uh, so he's got a new CD. And, I, and, and so he's spending his life with the three M's, he said. And I don't remember what exactly they were. One was Mika, one was music. I don't remember what the third one was. But he's like, he's boiled his life down to the three M's. Like why am I listening to this? Stupid <laughs> story? Was it, what's,
3: the, what's the third M- MSNBC? I don't think Home. it was.
1: I don't think it was. I'm trying to think what it was. I don't remember. I really, I don't know why I wanted to hear what happened between them, uh, and it did kind did of tell ever, a story. Yeah, I mean it was like you know it was it was what you petty infighting. I would I would describe it as they, Trump brought them over for, um, for lunch. And they had lunch and it was, you know, largely pleasant. And then they went back on the air the next day and they were trashing, not trashing, but like criticizing Stephen Miller, one of their spokespeople. And Trump got all pissed and called him up and said, how are you doing that? I had you over for lunch. And they said, I right, well, We're not going to not say something about you because you gave us fish.
3: <laughs> that was Essentially their comment. You should have given them chocolate cake. Then they would have been on his side. That is your principle, isn't it, Jeffy? That's what, and that's what uh, he gave to uh, Mr. China, oh. the head of China, too. President the chocolate cake, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you get chocolate cake at uh, Marlago, hmm. you're in. You're one over.
1: Nothing showing up for. I'm
2: not uh, finding Josh the music
3: itself. Yeah, well, uh, there's one video on his website. The reason his special patriotic video song that he made. I just can't. I, I, I don't. I don't even know what we were talking about. Oh, we were going to Rand Paul. So, uh, <laughs>
1: long story short, Rand Paul, uh, says something that you don't, you know, Rand Paul is really perplexing to me. Can we be honest about Rand Paul for a second? I like Rand Paul. I like his policies. Uh, you know, I feel like that whole running for president thing it made me not like some of his policies. He didn't seem like mm-hmm. as strong as I want him to be at times. And obviously it didn't work out particularly well. He's mm-hmm. been pretty good lately. Uh, he's been, you know, standing up for principles, and this is a tough thing to say on television. I, this is one of those things you can't say. You're not allowed to say this on television, uh, but I think it's actually true. Here's Rand Paul
6: talking uh,
1: with Jake Tepper.
6: We learned this week, in addition, that Trump's businesses have once again taken steps to hire foreign workers. Trump's Mar-a-Lago club and his golf course in Jupiter, Florida, have filed documents to bring in additional foreign workers under the H-2B visa program. <laughs> Is this a problem for the president, saying one strong thing about buying and hiring American while his businesses do the complete opposite?
4: You know, I think all of us have this goal to buy American, but we have to think this thing through. Trade is is a little bit... you got to go beneath the surface to get... Scratch beneath the surface. For example, I get shirts at Walmart. I get them for $7 sometimes. Amazing deal. Target the same way. And the thing is, is that... That money that you save for ordinary working people is an enormous amount. It's somewhere between $800 to $1,000 a year the ordinary person saves. And a lot of that stuff, unfortunately, isn't made here. But those people are richer because they got their shirts a lot cheaper. used to be a shirt, just a regular button-up shirt, might be $20, $25, and still might be in places. And at Walmart, it's $7. And so that savings, though, allows working-class people to have savings to get a television set, to go on vacation, to buy gas for their truck. So trade is 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 really a good thing, and we, we can't get too caught up in exactly where it's made. But we want our country to be strong by lowering regulations and taxes, so we can compete. Hmm.
2: Wait a minute, shirts can cost up to twenty dollars.
4: What did you pay
2: for that shirt? <laughs> when did the shirt that yeah. happened. Don't paying? even ask because you don't want to know.
3: No, you don't want to know how much you got. It's like
2: a six-year salary for him.
3: Well, it's a lot of. No, fiber. this isn't that shirt. Oh, it's not. No, it is not. Okay. What shirt? How much did you no, pay for that not. shirt? I, I, like I actually I don't remember. I know that it was on sale, and I think, I think my wife used her Kohl's points. <laughs> oh, if you got that at Kohl's, this, I, they probably paid you to take them. it out of the <laughs> store. <laughs> but if you use the right cards and the coupons, yeah, they pay you. To take yeah,
2: they it out. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, look, he's point. <laughs>
2: you can get them for seven dollars <laughs> at Walmart, but sometimes they can cost twenty dollars or twenty-five
3: dollars. They can actually cost more than that, <laughs> uh, uh,
1: considerably.
3: So yeah, yeah, yeah considerably. Yeah. Uh, I believe that this shirt on sale would pay was way <laughs> more than seven dollars. So right. It was, uh, yeah, it's uh, uh,
1: shocking. I know, um, but his point is great in, in that it's true and it's something we no one wants no, to admit. No, because
2: he said something. Really really weird, though. What? Stu, he said we need to think these things through. <laughs> what?
1: what? What year do you think it is? I don't know. It's not
2: 2017. <laughs> not in Rand Paul's head. That's for sure. Uh, I guess not. Why
1: would you think anything through? Well, because you know <laughs> what happens, Pat? If you think something through, it takes longer to respond. Yeah, and I don't and, like so, that. And, like, I don't go, like it. And, and like you might not, you might not, it might not reinforce your worldview. That's yeah, another risk, and you might not get it on Twitter in time. Right? Exactly. Right? Someone might tweet it before you
2: if yeah, you think it which, through. Yeah, and then, and then, it all ends. All of it.
1: All, all I know ends. is the best way to, to run a society <laughs> is to not think things through. Well, right. That is,
2: Shoot from the hip and just let it
1: let, let it fly, f- fall yeah, where don't they may. Think about it. Don't think about long. it. It's boring. Ah, it's thinking. Yeah. Come on. What's last time? What, what kind of ratings does someone thinking on TV get? Nothing. You know what? Impeach, Rand Paul. Impeach him <laughs> for saying something so stupid. Really? Yeah. Wow. yeah. more
2: patents do coming up. It's a, a
1: good minute. strong stance. By yeah, I think it I is.. Think I think it know. is. I think
2: it makes a lot of sense.. You know. Impeach the guy that says think things through. Yeah, shut up. Pat and Stu, triple eight seven two seven back. We found something that purports to be it's Joe Scarborough, no, it's not. and a song called
1: "Mystified," and it, I, I mean, it can—it's obviously—I mean I, mean, I will say it's an elaborate prank, but it is. If it's a prank, a prank,
2: it's a good one because it makes it look like it's a Joe
1: Scarborough uh, video. That's what makes it elaborate. Well, I, I, again, like it <laughs> seems to be that he is actually making music, but that can't be the music. I think that—that's the line. I'm not saying he needs to never put Like they have him playing a guitar. I'm not saying he's never played a guitar. That's true. But well, what I'm saying is that can't be the song he produced. Why? Did you hear it? You, yes. did you, okay. Yeah, I, heard I it. I want to make sure we were in the same room. I heard it. Uh, well, are you
2: saying it was good? Because I I didn't find
1: it to be good. Oh no! So I think I he could. Not. I think he could be. Oh, I, he could play that. I mean, yeah. anybody could play that. I would assume, honestly, anyone who's never even picked up an instrument before could do what what is done in that song. My point is. Someone trying to mock Joe Scarborough has produced a, a a ridiculous song and trying to tie it to Joe Scarborough. Maybe. Because I don't know. I, I, I mean, obviously, that is not...
2: It's very rapid-cut uh, MTV circa... 80s, yeah, early it's very 80s. good. And it's got the, yeah, a uh, lot of lot of babes, scantily clad in it. Yeah, so it can't be. Really. I don't know. It, I, do, it I, doesn't I, seem but like I mean, it's more could than be. that. It's
1: not the video. I would say is I, I would expect a crappy, you know, Joe Scarborough's trying to make a video. Like it's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. But uh, more than that is the issue here with the song. With the, the instrument, I mean, it's it's like a really bad like Devo. I think he's era. fully capable
2: of producing that,
1: though. I it's not anybody I, is capable. I'm not I saying know. he's not capable of it. I'm just saying it can't possibly be the choice he made. That's sure. what I'm sure. You think he's got good judgment? No, I'm not saying I, he has good judgment. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> okay. He couldn't have been like, hey, you know what? Let's make a song like this. Yeah, he could. That couldn't have happened.
2: All right, now we're going to look into a, it. We're going to look into it and see. Because that that could be some, some fun if it's actually him. Uh, in the meantime, apparently there's an interesting Canadian PSA now that's out about texting and driving. Yes, this is really well done. Is it? Yeah, for real, it is. It is. Yeah. I saw. Okay. I here. It is. Mm, watch. <laughs> can't even text and walk. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, wow, that looks real. Ooh, so why do you text and drive?
1: I think it actually is real. It's yeah, a real it real looks accident. like a real accident. Yeah. This is real footage of a real accident. I mean, I, I assume the person's not dead. I, I like yeah, with hopefully. Russian dash cam videos, yes. no Whatever gets hurt in the filming. Yes. It's pretty effective, though, because yeah. it's true. Like, yeah. You really can run into things when
2: you're texting and, and walking. It's almost certain that eventually you will. If Mm -hmm. you text and drive a lot, something's going to happen. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, you know, things happen even when you're paying attention. So when you're not, uh, something's definitely going to happen. Also, apparently, uh, John Thune says that the Senate won't give up on Obamacare repeal, even if it fails this week. Here he is.
6: Senator Thune, if... Republicans block the bill this the week either don't vote to, to begin the debate or begin the debate and then go whatever great Is that the Sir. end of the <laughs> bill in the
5: Is he laying in a it's coffin not. while it's doing a, this interview? It,
6: but it is a vote I think for the status quo <laughs> but what will happen and if and when that were to occur is we'll go back to the drawing board and we'll get a bill up uh, we are going to vote to repeal and replace Obamacare. The question is not, a, is not a question of if, it's a question of when. My argument, Chris, is that we need to do it sooner rather than later, which is the argument that the president spends, made because a this of thing is spiraling that, under, out of control. Uh, Obamacare is in a death spiral. Uh, you have seen since 2013 premiums in this country in the individual marketplace have more than doubled. Uh, you've got markets that are in a free fall, in a collapse, and something has to be done sooner. And I think that's why we need to get on the bill and start this debate and then if people want to amend it, it is an open amendment process, there will be unlimited amendments that can be offered and uh, the the United States Senate will have an opportunity to work its will. But that can't happen. We can't change the status quo unless we get on the bill. And I think we have a responsibility and a duty to the American people that we committed and promised that we would repeal and replace Obamacare with something that's better.
2: I'd rather see Senator Thune in the Senate bathhouse. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, naked uh, and looking like a Greek god.
1: Uh, the uh, Arlen Specter <laughs> book. Which shockingly <laughs> enough is not really a culturally uh, <laughs> uh, penetrative rest reference to really continue no. to make years after his death. Done. But we, it but is we are, remember. It is yes, in this neck do. of the woods. It is. <laughs> uh,
5: yeah, he actually wrote that
1: uh, in a book. Our inspector said that he used to go to the Senate bathhouse with John Thune, and his body looked like a Greek god. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell. You can tell they're. Oh, well, they'd man. be in the hot tub together. Yeah, they've yeah. been in a
2: hot tub naked together. Uh, well, you, can't, you
3: can't go to the Senate bathhouse into the hot tub unless you're naked. Uh, Amazingly, you can. Okay. Um, not That's part yeah. of the rules. Uh, no. <laughs> I
1: can't imagine it is. Rules, uh, can you imagine? <laughs>
2: Upon entering, you must be totally nude. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Uh, that way I get to see John, too. Man. <laughs> weird life, that guy. No, had. Weird. Weird life. Yep. All right. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Also, Congress has struck a deal on Russia's sanctions despite the uh, objections from the president. Uh, House negotiators brushed, brushed aside the White House objections and reached an agreement on broad sanctions on a broad sanctions bill that will make it more difficult for Trump to unilaterally ease or end. Punitive measures against Moscow.
1: Yeah, he's pretty pissed about this. Apparently, it's interesting that uh, the sanctions uh, look like they would be passed on a bipartisan basis with the enough support to override a presidential veto. Um, so even it really, like they, he wouldn't be able to do anything about this in theory. So the issue, though, is is the,
2: the Russians want they want the sanctions eased mm-hmm. on them,
3: mm-hmm. it's, it's and then so they'll Trump.
2: go ahead and open up adoptions in Russia again. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'll bet there's a lot of American parents who would be in favor of that, you know, because it's hard to get an American baby in America. There's, the demand is so high. So that's why so many people go overseas.
1: Jeffy can help you out if you want to get a baby. Uh, just, I mean, you're not going to get a lot of paperwork with it, uh, but uh, Jeffy can help you get one. Oh, yeah.
3: He's
5: uh, the
1: you still sell, sell them by, in bulk, <laughs> Jeffy?
3: Yes, do I sure do, <laughs> but I want you to remember that they're sold as is. <laughs> uh, by the way,
1: huh. um, are you uh, as annoyed as the rest of the world is this Michael Phelps uh, sh- um, sham?
2: I didn't get sucked into the actual broadcast, so probably not. Because we did talk I'm,
1: about it, didn't we? I, I think so. Yeah. I, when, when they announced Michael Phelps is going to be racing a sharp, we were like, you know, are they going to be the same? Like, I know. Like how are they going to work that out? Are they going to keep them separate? Like. Right. Uh, well, they had a really good way of doing that. Uh, let's, uh, let's watch. Okay.
2: almost uh, doesn't look real. yeah
3: <laughs> So the great white shark takes the gold.
1: So, what they did is they just put a CGI shark in there and they that's just had him race against Michael Phelps. So, it wasn't a shark. Really lame. They just averaged like the speed of a shark against him. Uh, really lame. I can't think of a dumber thing. I, I, that is incredible. What a. Really st- is. Now, I didn't. I, I will say, was not wrapped up in it, did not watch it live, but what a stupid idea. I oh, want to say he's racing a shark and I want to put a fake shark in there. No, I don't, no, I don't care. Uh, yeah, everyone cared, apparently.
2: Yeah, they were pissed. And, and, I mean, two seconds in a race that short? That is a huge, huge gap between the two. It's, it's not even worth shark. doing. It, it's not even worth doing if a human can't do better than that. Yeah. I mean, really?
1: Ugh, pathetic. So stupid. What a bad idea that was. Uh, you know, Back in the day, they used to do this right, Pat. They used, yeah, well, when humans were right. going to race animals, they did it right. That's right. right. Uh, for example, Jesse Owens. Uh... Here's uh, some old school, uh <laughs> a little reminder of the old days. This isn't CGI. You're gonna
2: like this.
4: Jesse Owens, the ebony streak of Olympic games, celebrates turning professional by racing against a horse. Jesse had a start of forty yards in hundred, and he won by inches. We got a head start. That's oh, not yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, it sure is. The horse itself looks larger than the human. Wow.
2: So by Jesse either. beat him badly.
1: You have a 40-yard head start.
2: He
3: should have. He should be able to. That horse should have been.
2: able Was to that beat a 40-yard head start in hundred? In hundred? That's what it was. Hundred yards. What they said. I thought that's what they said. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course. Um, really, really stupid too. Really stupid. <laughs> really stupid. <laughs> really stupid. <laughs> really
3: stupid. <laughs> but but to, it was real.
1: Uh, kind
3: it of. It was real.
1: By the way, we have a special coming up on the Blaze: uh, Jeffy versus a turtle. Uh, it's going to be coming up. Uh, we got to get a CGI turtle look. Well,
2: it's,
4: it's not. Yeah, <laughs> he'll
1: eat the turtle if it's a real turtle. <laughs> yes, like, not. I like turtle soup. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, more patent soup coming up in a minute.
1: <laughs> Including the Jeffy segment, which uh, <sighs> is in. Uh, people are really demanding. <sighs>
2: Oh, stories geez. to Jeffy found. I mean, like, sharing with I, us, I, so I just, we
3: don't have to I talk just, anymore. I do like the shirt, though. We have good news. We have bad news. We have sad news. I mean, we've mm. got all. Uh, we are going to cover it all today, for oh, you. Oh wow! My right. God! What I an know intro. the sad news. Mm. Uh, we number three. Number three this weekend. John Hurd died. The actor who? John Hurd. Take a look at his picture. You'll see it. Uh, who? You'll recognize him immediately. Uh, the oh. Home Alone father. Oh, yeah. Oh, 72. Yeah. Uh, Very sad. Oh, Uh, what did he die of? Number three. Uh, They're not quite sure. They found him in a hotel room. Uh, Minor back surgery a couple days ago. He decided to stay at the recuperate in the hotel room, uh, which most people do. Right. I mean, you have minor back surgery and you recuperate in a hotel room.
4: Uh, yeah, are you assigning some uh, shady i'm
3: just saying that uh you know it wouldn't surprise me to find that oh, mr heard uh what do you mean it wouldn't surprise you <laughs> that's not me. reporting wouldn't
5: surprise well, me.
1: you don't say you don't say what wouldn't surprise you as a person you just said you were you all the news and then you said
3: you you what asked what, me a question mm-hmm. and i said it wouldn't I, surprise
1: you. that is my fault you're right that was my mistake
3: Good news on behalf of what I'm excited about, and I know you will be too. Mm-hmm. Uh, this weekend, uh, Sylvester Stallone uh, yes. posted a picture on his Instagram of the written, handwritten script for Creed 2, and he uh, hashtagged Creed 2? That's right, he hashtagged right. it, it's going to be bringing back Drago. That's pretty exciting, man. That is exciting. Ivan Drago's kid and Creed's kid. I I know. Well, they even we're it's talking great, about you know, possible. Uh, you know, they're bringing back Dolph too. Yeah, I mean, Dolph's gonna
1: come. Up, he's gonna be in it, right? I think so. Yeah. Well, I mean, because Jeffy had uh, tipped me off on his uh, wonderful radio program uh, about uh, uh, about it. Me, uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it looks like they're gonna bring Drago back as the father of a new Russian, uh, m- you know, murderous uh, boxer right. to face. I mean, you think Creed gets revenge for his dad's death, probably, right? I mean, that's where that's going, right? I mean, he has I hate, to. I hate to predict he the plot without to. hearing one word about it, but that seems like what's going to Yeah, it doesn't
3: seem like, well, right, right. I mean, it, it's going to be that for sure. I mean, <laughs> it really it, is. like That's what's so great no. about Rocky. You, Drago's going to be in it. Okay, here's the plot. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me just outline right. the entire thing and for he, you. He got writer's cramp on it for, you know, so many pages of writing that turns into a script, but uh, that's what the plot's going to be. <laughs> and it's interesting because in the original
2: Rocky, he lost uh, at the end of yeah. one i think there were all the rest of his fights no not true. He uh, lost not true to, of
1: course obviously clubber lang yes okay uh, in a did in he a, lose to clubber lang second yes. round knockout Okay. clubber uh, yeah. then but then the next time he, he did he beat him. him he did beat him in the in, a, in the third yeah. round in the second fight yes yes okay and
2: then and then creed lost his fight yeah so he's got to win the next one you would think i mean i can already tell you he's going to win this one it, uh, it would seem you're not gonna lose two movies in a row. Right?
1: No, because then you're just like a bad boxer. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> There's no sense. Well, you guy's are a loser. I'm not watching three. I'm not watching Creed three. Guy can't
1: win. Right. I mean, Creed Creed was great. Exciting right. news, that's, though. I mean, that's that's kind of
3: cool. I, they start excited. filming
1: in 2018. I'm excited to see. The it. problem is too, like Dolph Lundgren, who after that movie, who by the way is like a physicist. Did you know he's like a he's like it's r- no. really yeah he's like a really really
3: smart guy oh I didn't know that um, well and, when you're and when you when you're like Dolph and myself you don't advertise it you're <laughs> you're you're, you just do your day-to-day
1: duties. that so was one of the funniest just,
2: things you've ever said you Jackie. don't that advertise really it that was really really funny
1: you even no numbers <laughs> higher than eighteen how could you be a physicist uh, but he's uh, so he uh, so Dolph Lundgren was it was his first acting gig was Rocky IV. And he had never, he had no idea what was going on when they brought him out of the floor into that Vegas sort of scene with, like, James Brown singing Living in America and everything. Like, he, he says his, his reaction, he just said it was like, that was his real mm. reaction. Like, he was just some guy who barely even spoke the language. Um, so they, uh, but he was, like, a really smart guy. Uh, and mm. he's, he went on to a, a somewhat schlocky film career yeah. Yeah. of really bad, like, action films and everything else. What's odd about him is, like, you can picture Dolph Lundgren coming back for that role and being in a serious movie. You can't. Be, I don't think he can bring back Mr. T. Like, no way. You, you just can't. I, no I don't, way. I, like, there's not, like, he, him as Clubber Lang was a great role. At the he time. He was a total badass. But after that, he, it, it got so silly that really you just can't bring back yeah, Mr. T. No he can never be in one. No, I mean, It just really, it just wouldn't work. Now sorry, longer TV. I think it'd pull it off, maybe. Yes, I think you're right. Sorry, But if TV, they were like Clubber Lang Returns, Mr. Chief, it would be like, eh. I mean, I'd still be excited about it because it's rocky, so I would, of course, be excited about it
3: anyway. We also got uh, news about uh, restaurants in the U.K. that were uh, finding uh, fecal matter in their ice. Uh, see, this is what... Okay, so this is just for you. I think of thing, you so. every time we find fecal matter in ice. <laughs> is there more and times? Then, oh, yeah, there's all kinds of times. And then uh, what, what the reminded me ice. of the UK uh, fast food restaurants uh, having uh, fecal matter uh, in their ice was the Dallas Chipotle uh, store That's that has uh, video of uh, the uh, yeah. rats uh, let's roaming see that. Through. I think oh. I do, we do oh, have some... Oh, right, this, this is... Well, that's just a little one, though. Yeah, that was just like a mouse.
2: And then there, ooh, there's just, another one. An that one, one didn't survive the fall, apparently, huh? Oh, and it fell through the ceiling. Yeah, it was tough. Okay. How could you be standing there knowing rats are coming out of the ceiling? I, I'm leaving at this point. You're too close, sir. You're like, okay, see ya. <laughs> okay, so two, I thought it was like a rain, like <laughs> I a thunderstorm of rats is the way they made it sound. I did Wait, two. Rats are
1: falling from the ceiling!
3: It was two! Three.
2: At least three, three yeah. Big deal.
3: With three little rats at a restaurant? Who ah, cares? So you right. have a little rat poop you're in right, there. You Pat. won't even
1: notice it. I will right? say, uh, if they put queso <laughs> on the menu, I'll still
5: go. <laughs> uh, so that's confirmed.
2: <laughs> Watch for the little black dots in your queso, though. Ah, it's, it's, you if it's surrounded
3: know. cheese sauce, Don't pay attention. <laughs> Just take a bite.
4: Welcome back.
1: 888 seven twenty seven Beck is the phone number. Welcome back. Uh, we're waiting some comments from Jared Kushner, uh, who is apparently going to be making some sort of statement here about uh, the... Uh, he filed some sort of disclosure um, and uh, in advance of the questioning about the Russia thing. So if that comes up, we might take some of that. Um, I'll, I'll, we've got a bunch of stuff going on uh, today. Uh, and we'll be interested to see what the Congress actually decides to do next. The rumor is they're going to do some some more Obamacare votes maybe this week, seeing if they can repeal that uh, or replace it with something. I don't know which one's going to actually happen or if anything's going to happen. They keep telling us that on the other side of this is tax reform, uh, which would be nice. I mean, I like, I you know, I'm not going to be... I'm sure whatever they do is not going to be enough for me uh, or for you, Pat. Mm-hmm. And Jeffy obviously doesn't pay taxes. Um, you know, you don't... I, is it? You don't have to... Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, uh, so, uh, the... I don't know what I don't know what they're going to do to discuss uh, this and uh, and other wonderful topics with us is Yarn Brook from the Ayn Rand Institute, uh, who joins us uh, now. Yarn, you're with us. I am. Also, I should say, not only the Ayn Rand Institute, but also the Blaze Radio Network uh, Mm. and which he does a show, uh, unfortunately, on the same network as Jeffy. Uh, Congratulations. Of course. Uh, Different day. Sunday after. Yes, I didn't realize that. Uh, Yaren, welcome to uh, the program. I was uh, you were actually here. What was it? Last week. uh, Late last week. Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, And uh, and you were telling us about some. uh, I mean, because we can talk about tax reform and I think we should talk about what Congress may or may not do here. Uh, But you uh, as a as a problem solver are kind of looking into some alternate uh, solutions. Can you tell us at all about this?
0: Sure. It turns out that for specific types of businesses, Puerto Rico has, for American citizens, has the best tax regime uh, in the world. So it's the only place on the planet where for certain types of income you do not pay any federal taxes. Uh So if you're an American citizen and you live in France, you pay federal taxes in the United States. That is not the case uh, in Puerto Rico, particularly if your income is in the form of capital gains. Capital gains taxes in Puerto Rico are zero. Mm. And uh. Uh, fee income, wow. so fees that you, uh, so services you provide, let's say in the United States or elsewhere, where you get paid uh, for those services in Puerto Rico, the tax rate is 4%. So wow. So if you
2: construct
0: your income to be capital gains and fees, then your tax rate is between zero and and 4% now, I, I've spoken to a bunch of lawyers, a bunch of accountants, a bunch of people who know the tax code. This is legit. This, uh, the U.S. Congress has allowed this to happen in order to try to bolster uh, the, the uh, Puerto Rican economy.
1: Wow. I mean, that, that's, uh, are you, does this stuff make you nervous? I know whenever I hear something like that that seems too good to be true, I assume it is. Uh, I mean, are you actually, A, thinking about taking advantage of this? And B, are you nervous about it at all?
0: Uh, I am thinking of taking advantage of it, and I'm less nervous now that I've kind of done the research and talked to the lawyers and talked to the accountants, and I've talked to people who've moved. I don't know if you guys know, um, but there are a bunch of hedge fund guys, and there are a bunch of finance guys who have actually moved to Puerto Rico and are now do all their trading, do all their operations out of Puerto Rico, and are taking advantage of this tax uh, benefit. It's meant primarily on the hedge fund side and on the financial management side, it's meant to attract those kind of people. And it's working. They are moving there. Hmm. Uh, now, uh, uh, Joe Biden would
1: say you're being unpatriotic, uh, Yarn, by not paying your the taxes.
0: A, I'd say I'm being patriotic. The, the essence of America is to pursue happiness. I'm pursuing my happiness by minimizing my taxes. Uh, I am denying the moochers and looters in Washington, D.C., as much of my income as possible. Uh, if, if all they did was do what they're supposed to do based on the Constitution, the tax rates in the United States shouldn't be more than somewhere between 4 to 10% at most.
1: It's true, and that's how it started, right? Wasn't the first they, they promised when they first passed the 16th tax Amendment?
0: Rate was 4%, and only 7% of the American population paid it. Mm-hmm. So 4%, only 7% paid it, and within three years... It was up like to 70 percent and everybody was paying it. So as soon as you give those kind of powers to politicians, they're going to take advantage of it
1: every time, every, every time. time. So let's let's take this to the uh, the uh, the debate we're going through now. You're seeing now. I know you might not have to deal with this, but we're still here and we do. So uh, um, the idea that they're going to have some sort of tax reform, you have any hope for this process
0: at all? No, no. I mean, look, they, they, the Republicans can't get their act together on anything. They can't agree on anything. Uh, it's a completely dysfunctional political party.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and uh, the fact is that the only thing that we'll probably get is some kind of reform of the corporate tax rate, which is good. We'll get a lowering of the corporate tax rate because I think some Democrats will even vote for that. But when it comes to personal taxes, there's just no way. And, and if they insist on this idea of um, revenue neutrality, So for every dollar that they cut, they have to increase somewhere else. It's a disaster in any case. What you want is to starve Washington from dollars. What you want is to just decrease taxes with the hope that that will force them somehow to decrease spending, which is the only thing that really matters. I mean, tax rates are important, but what really matters, what's really important for the economic future and the future of freedom in this country is for the government to actually shrink its spending. As long as it spends as much as it does, tax rates are less important. How much money they take from us is less important because they're, they're, they're sucking money out of the private economy one way or the other.
1: I, you know, I, you look at this and I think people think of this kind of the wrong way. One of the debates we always have when it comes to tax time is, well, we have to make sure we replace all of this money. We have to make sure that whatever past thing that we and, and, you know, conservatives (laughs) will even brag about it. This, you know, look, we're going to we're going to lower the tax rates, but it's going to bring just as much into the federal government. That's not really the way we should be thinking about this,
0: is it? No, we should be thinking of the government as as small as possible, as as, and and not just in size, but much more importantly than size in scope. We want a government that does fewer things. We want a government that returns Hmm. founding principles where its function is to protect our rights, it stops redistributing wealth, it stops controlling and central planning our economy, it stops regulating every aspect of our lives, but it's basically there to protect us, and it's basically there to protect our rights. And such a government needs very little of our income. It's it's a small government. You you need to fund defense, you need to fund a few other things, but, but very little beyond that. But there's no even conception of that. You know, if you project out Medicare and Social Security, Within 10 to 15 years, depending on your assumptions, they will consume every dollar of revenue, no matter what they do with tax. So if you really care about the future of America, what you have to do is reform, in my view, phase out Medicare and social security. But at least reform them, do something about them. But this president and this Congress evade the issue. It's as if it doesn't even exist. They won't even touch it. It's all about the spending and it's all about entitlement spending. And uh, look, uh, Medicare and Social Security are welfare, and it's all about shrinking the welfare state. And if we don't do that, we're lost, no matter what they do with taxes.
1: I mean, really, Medicare and Social Security are worse than welfare uh, because at least, like, for example, Medicaid at least targets the poor. I mean, Medicare and Social Security don't even do that. They take our money throughout our entire lives, and then they redistribute it to, at, you know, Bill Gates, right? I mean, like. Well, it's
0: worse than that, right? I don't mind redistributing to Bill Gates. He's at least earned it. Some people who get Medicaid earn nothing, right? Um, they haven't produced anything. They haven't created anything. They haven't contributed a thing, a dime. They haven't paid taxes. Why should they get anything? Um, my problem with it is it's that it is a massive redistribution of wealth from young people to old people. It's the largest redistribution of wealth in human history if you look at the baby boom generation retiring from young people to, 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 to old people. <laughs> And in my view, old people should be rich. They've had a whole lifetime to save. They've had a whole lifetime to invest. The stock market over the last 40 years has pretty much only gone up. If they just invested a little bit, if they'd saved just a little bit, they'd be doing okay today. Instead of what are we doing? We're taking young people who, by definition, are poor because they haven't had time to save, they haven't had time to invest. They they barely worked. And we're taking their money. We're going to have to tax them at astronomical rates to make up what we owe Social Security and Medicare. And we're giving it to old people who, if they'd if they been virtuous, most of them should be doing fine.
2: Right. R- right. Yeah, okay, but, so they're not, but
0: they're not. But they're not
2: doing fine.
0: For no fault of their <laughs> own are really, really poor. But mm-hmm. that's a fraction of the total old people.
2: But don't I mean, what if they could have saved their money? But they just chose not to. And now they need the extra help. Now, I mean, you have to take care of them now because they didn't do the right thing. You're on,
0: right? Now people have to suffer the consequences of the bad decision. <laughs> it's not my job to bail people out. We, we, we object when we bail out banks. Why shouldn't we object because of their bad behavior? Because they drove their company bankrupt? They should suffer. If an individual, <laughs> you, you know, has not saved and is now and not being responsible and is now in trouble... That is their problem. Now they can come and ask for help. They can rely on charity, but there is no moral obligation. There cannot be a moral obligation to help somebody in particular when that somebody caused their own distress. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't, you know, Uh some unfortunate thing happened to them. But they purposefully caused this because they didn't think, they didn't invest, they didn't consider the future and we're training people to do that unfortunately
2: you're a thousand you're a thousand percent right but in our society today that's just not our mindset right we i mean if uh somebody has has squandered their opportunities their entire lives and a lot of these people that you're talking about have well then now it's our responsibility to take care of them because they didn't do the right thing i don't know how we ever get beyond that because it seems like uh the mindset is now okay yes they they did that to themselves but they need our help anyway. And so well, we need to tax the 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 young to make up for, for what the old did in their past and we got to we've got to close this income inequality gap. And so how do we ever get beyond
0: that? Oh, you wait. But the fact is if we don't get beyond it, we're lost. Yeah. We're lost. I know. I mean I, I mean I know. if you're young, I mean me and you we'll do okay. There's still some money in that trust fund of social security. We'll get a little bit out of it. But if you're in your 20s, if you're in your 30s... Oh, you're, you're not getting anything out of it. Not only are you not getting anything out of it, the economy's not going to grow. Yeah. Your wages are not going to increase. Your taxes are going to go up. The United States is heading towards systemic decline if we don't get a handle on these issues, if <clears throat> we don't solve these problems. And the fundamental problem here is, as you've identified, the moral code under which we live, where we yeah. believe that we have a moral obligation... To help irresponsible people. Pathetic. No, I, I don't feel any moral obligation to help somebody who's being irresponsible with their life and with their, with their savings. Particularly to the government. Uh, and this is yeah. one of the
1: things that's gone on with, uh, with uh, Obamacare. And it's a fascinating thing to watch, because really Obamacare is a smaller example of what you're talking about with Medicare, which is essentially a giant wealth redistribution project from the, the young to the old. And at the same time, you take advantage of people who are... Uh, generally uh, uh, on the lower income because they're just starting off their careers. You take advantage of them by taking money from them, and you take advantage of the people with the least amount of life experience to see this stuff coming from people who have been working through the system the whole time, and you can somehow Mm -hmm. convince them to vote for the policy that takes their money to give it to somebody else because those other people may not have been as responsible. Uh, That is a loop. I mean, I don't know how you're going to cure that. You
0: really do need a foundational change in thinking, don't you? Absolutely. You need a foundational change in thinking. And look, somebody has to tell young people this is what's going on. Nobody does. Republicans certainly don't. They don't want to talk about Medicare. They don't want to talk about security. And look, look, Obamacare... The Republicans will never repeal Obamacare because they can't challenge Medicare. Look, you know, somebody wrote, I remember there was a there was an op ed during the Obamacare debate uh, written by a Republican. And he said, look, this is socialized medicine. We're anti Obamacare. This is horrible. But we are the defenders of Medicare. We will fight to the death to keep (laughs) Medicare to protect those old people. And somebody on NPR was interviewing this guy and said, wait a minute. So what you're saying is that socialized medicine is okay for old people, but it's not okay for young people? How does that work? If socialized medicine, which is what Medicare is, is good for old people, why can't we have it for everybody? And, of course, that's where we're heading. We're heading towards single-payer socialized oh, yeah. medicine yep. for the entire United States. We'll probably get it under a Republican administration. Um, it maybe mm. this one, given, given Donald Trump's... Uh, uh, Statements, positive statements about socialized medicine.
2: Yarn. It sounds like you're just uh, you're about as frustrated as we are with (laughs) with this state of affairs, where we can't we can't even turn to the right, we can't even turn to the Republicans for for any help or relief on this because they're the same now. They're about the same as Democrats. Uh, No,
0: Democrats today are the big defenders of socialized medicine explicitly. Republicans Mm -hmm. are the big defenders of Obamacare now. Yep. So the whole map has shifted to the left, and look, this happens every decade. After the, after the Great Depression, the Republicans said, we're going to do away with all these uh, FDR uh, mandates. We're going to do away with the regulations. We're going to get rid of Social Security. All of these things are socialism. We don't want them. As soon as they got into power, they embraced them and defended them and protected mm-hmm. them. Then Johnson came around, and we got the Great Society, the War on Poverty, Medicare, Medicaid, government involvement in health care, this massive expansion of the state. Yep. And Republicans said, "Oh, when we get into power, we'll reverse all that. We'll do away with it." You should have heard Ronald Reagan in '64 argue against Medicare. He make, makes a great speech in '64 mm-hmm. against Medicare. When Ronald Reagan has the presidency, does he do anything? No. He's the defender of Medicare, the defender mm-hmm. of Social Security, the defender of all the socialist yep. policies of they the think left. They, have to. Yeah. They, think they think they have to. They think they have to. Everybody moves leftwards with every single yeah. election cycle.
1: It's true. It's tough to take it away once it's there, too, and, yep. and, and everyone it's finds almost, that It's almost out. impossible. Yarnbrook. Yarnbrook show airs on the Blaze Radio Network. I know it's on demand. What time does it air live, Yarn?
0: It's on Monday, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time.
1: Okay. Um, and oh, Sunday. Sorry. Sunday. Thank yeah. you. 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time uh, as well. and You can always get it on demand uh, and as well as check out his work with the Ayn Rand Institute. Yarnbrook, thanks for coming on the program.
0: My pleasure. Anytime. All right.
1: Uh, Triple 8, 727, Back is the... Pro- I mean, it really is. You, you, oh, it's so frustrating.
2: You can't reverse
0: And he outlined
2: that perfectly because with FDR and the New Deal, Republicans did, in fact, say, we're going we're gonna to roll all this stuff back. Mm-hmm. And when they got in power, they didn't. Yep. And then they said it again uh, after Eisenhower and, and Johnson.
5: Johnson,
2: yeah. Uh, they we're going to roll all back the Great Society. This is costing us way too much. And they didn't.
1: And the same thing with Obamacare. And the
2: same thing with Obamacare now. Mm-hmm. I mean, every single time.
1: It's really incredible. Every I mean, time. it's the same push to the same direction every single time.
2: Well, and because the, the, once it's in place, then you're taking things
1: away from people. And that's how it's presented. And they don't want to look like that. Yeah, I saw uh, something from the New York Times in the last uh, few uh, days. Uh, maybe it was last week, I think. And it was like, well, Republicans are finding out that once you give an entitlement... Oh, you can't take it away. Uh, we all knew that. Yeah. We were all saying it before. We all said. That's what we said back in 2008 and yeah, 2009. 2008, 2012, yep. uh, throughout the entire thing. Once they get this, you're, there's going to be no spine to do this. And the Republicans kept saying for it, say they, saying they would take it away. They kept voting for it in 2015, most notably because of the Senate talk lately. But, I mean, dozens mm. of times in the House to just full-out repeal it. Uh, and then once they have the chance, oh, no, come on, we can't. This is going to hurt people. I didn't come here to the government, to Washington, to hurt people. Out Was of my Shelley mind. Moore capital. Out of my mind, mind come to come here understand. to hurt people. Wait, wait a minute, why the hell did you vote for it two years ago then? Yeah. If you thought it was hurting people, why were you voting for it then? More
2: patents mm. too, coming up in a sec. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. See you then. Jeffy, you're
1: like five hundred years old. What is it like for income to be redistributed mm-hmm. to you? From Remember the when they,
2: when they did the Magna whole- Carta
1: and you thought that
2: things were gonna get a lot better with the king <laughs> and then he kind of It is uh, Pat and Stu. We got some cool uh, entertainment uh, segments for you. Like yeah, um, we do. S- Stranger Things two is coming out.
1: But well, wait a minute. I know. Uh, right, Pat. I'm, I'm. I do. You're right. I mean, I, Stranger Things is, is part of the prep today, and I see mm-hmm. a, an interesting. Mm-hmm. This is all interesting stuff here. Yeah. But I mean, this is a. This is about movies, and I don't. I don't see the. The trailer for. Oh my gosh. Atomic Bond, Which is.
2: What an egregious! Coming I mean, this weekend everybody is calling us, they're emailing us, they're tweeting us. I mean, Why haven't you guys talked about this new movie called Atomic
3: Blonde? And I we're think like, they just released the trailer well, at uh, Comic Con this I past didn't weekend. I didn't
2: realize it was coming out uh-huh. until people let us know about it. So let's take a look. Oh wait!
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's this one again. <laughs> Not the one with the red background. That's never a good thing. No. Or it's an excellent thing. Because this is just on the internet. Is that like, the deal? You can't see this. Wouldn't you like to know? This is our. Yes, this is our. This I is really the would. patents do edit, which is we asked for this trailer. They told us we couldn't actually air it. Oh. <laughs> so they've actually aired. They've done they a. Edited? Yeah, they've actually edited.
3: Okay. Oh, come on! That's a great scene. We could have done that.
2: <laughs> okay, she's getting ready to shoot somebody in the elevator right now. If you're just listening on Blaze Radio gonna show uh-huh. her doing that probably
1: like i think if you're listening at Radio at this point you should it's really <laughs> your fault <laughs> if, if you don't at the same time have a window open with the atomic long trailer to Thank play you. whenever we start this interestingly she's beaten the crap out of some fairly large men
2: um oh and looking hit there, somewhat attractive while doing it mm-hmm. who knew that that's what would take place in this trailer because yeah, I, I honestly thought
1: it was going to focus a little bit more on, you know, <laughs> something else. Something,
3: like anything else. Eating right? uh, The title of Comet One makes you think they're going to do
2: it. Somebody named Charlize Theron is in it.
0: and uh, <laughs> I don't
2: know.
5: This, uh, oh, she, she seems
1: to be a really good Jewish. shot
2: with a gun
5: well, let's
1: go to crack shall we you know this is And people have been asking us why are you playing that all the time well the second no, amendment's no, important okay Oh, mm-hmm. uh, sure she might be english and uh doesn't seem to be taking place here in this country but <laughs> what, if what if it did what if it did
5: what if they took away your gun good question rights? how about that good question that's, a, that's one of the questions we've been asking what if it did Lorraine, how well do you know james gascoigne oh,
1: he's dead
3: I feel like I've seen this whole movie after this trailer. <laughs> <laughs> after <Roger>. like, <laughs> like, nothing else There's can happen in it. I know. Women women There's sure four other trailers as we could play it. Your
5: contact. He's pretty David. much okay. end up
3: seeing you oh, let me yeah. help you with your
5: bags.
2: Uh, the guy from Split is in it, too. Whoa, it's really it. Good. Uh, James McAvoy. Yeah, he's he really good. Good actor. Really good actor. Um, oh. oh, and then something else oh, happens oh, here that we can't show. Yes. So. This is the part that Jeffy likes the best. Video so. not found is accurate. It's not accurate. No, uh, we, no, actually we actually did actually find the find it.
5: video. <laughs> it's <laughs> plain. Okay.
3: We so just it out. It's just her falling in
2: <laughs> And it's got a queen soundtrack, apparently, so that's pretty cool. I think I love you.
5: Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Blunt. Mm. I mean,
2: this is some.
1: This is
7: obviously the greatest movie of all time.
2: And we apologize for the egregious omission at the beginning. Uh, what? Well, we almost omitted it from playing today. And I,
7: I mean,
2: <laughs> it would have been egregious if people didn't know that this was.
1: Because it's coming up this coming weekend, guys. Like, right. this, weekend. this is it. Yeah. So. All this buildup, this yeah. is the week. It's to really happen this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, how have we not rented a Pat and Stew theater <laughs> and bring, bring listeners this glance like it's right, a great idea?
2: The yeah. weirdest, the worst part of this, I'm sure it's rated R and I'm not going to get to oh see it. Oh
1: my God, it's not even i not going to get to see it. I don't even think it can what? see PG 13 from where it is.
2: No, probably not.
1: Right? Probably
2: can't
3: with the, your stupid video not found patents do edit. Yeah, I know. It does, does hurt it
1: a little bit, doesn't it? Uh, but actually, yes, Stranger Things 2 is coming out. I, I did not watch the original. Now, my understanding... I did. It was
2: really good. Yeah. Is, it was good.
1: Is it a separate thing where there, there are different seasons, or is it actually you do have to see the first one first? I would see the way
3: this one I, looks, I would see the first one. I so think, I yeah. The same characters, same yeah. actors
1: and everything? Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah, Stranger Things 2 comes uh, October 27th to Netflix. Here's their preview for season two
4: we got to do this let's engage
3: yeah because you won't understand some, a lot of this oh my god i remember that game yeah. all these kids remind me of you yeah this is very much my era i, you know, I was an 80s kid for sure she didn't have the upside galaga oh my god you didn't have the upside down
5: Hey guys, do you see the Oh man, oh, no. ew,
1: ew. Are you okay?
2: Netflix. The home of all entertainment, produced really yeah. in America no today.
7: Not really. We used to
2: deliver DVDs, now we silly. make all good shows. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> it is really weird. I don't know. i
1: probably really like this, I really should watch I it. Think I think you would, yes, yeah. Yes,
2: you would. <laughs> and No, you, you watch the first season now, and then that leads so you right up to... The land. Well, tomorrow, and then you have to wait like the rest of us, No. because you'll probably binge watch all of them in one day.
5: To terrorize your neighborhood,
3: whosoever shall be found,
5: sometimes I feel like I still see it.
3: must stand and face the hounds of hell, and rot inside a corpse's shell.
7: Whatever is happening is spreading from this place.
3: What is it?
5: Mm.
2: Wow, this is really long. Yes. This is like an 18 minute trailer. Well, this
3: is what you get at Comic Con. Right? know what you get a comic-con because I'll, I'll tell you a list of everything that was released this past weekend all right so what's the list oh, it's still on? i mean yes, right. it's still going because you got to get wow okay i
1: think we've got to get
3: we have now seen the whole, i, I do need
5: to watch stranger
2: it things season two coming october 27th all right Jeff, uh, what do we do one of the cool things if i could just yeah, of one course. of the cool things about this is the 80s feel yes. that they bring yeah. to the yeah. show i mean you know like the reagan bush uh 84 sign that was on somebody's lawn and and the old video games and it just brings back that whole era which is kind of fun a lot of the
1: commercials right like if you yes. see commercials tvs radio songs, songs. I listen to the radio it's, it's cool all 80's all, yeah. Stuff, yeah it's really so fun it's really cool what else did we get
3: a comic well, comic you got the new uh walking dead uh season oh, season eight trailer really, really good we should. Can we show that, or is it too much? You might have to do some Pat and Stew editing. <laughs> okay, do really? a couple of scenes. Okay, yeah, but yes, we could show that. Uh, we cut off the. Oh yeah, we could. And uh, we got uh, the new Fear. We got Stranger Things. We've got uh, Westworld, new Westworld. Uh, when does that? When does that hit? Westworld's uh, hit coming. It. HBO again. Do you know uh, that didn't I hold me. I, I bailed That's on that.
5: Up.
2: I bailed I mean, on
1: Westworld. It's, it's.
2: They have this new thing on VidAngel, uh-huh. where they tie it into uh, Netflix and Amazon. Wow. Okay. So they use their existing service, and then, so you go to it and order it and tie the two uh, accounts together. together. Uh-huh. And when you go back to VidAngel, there's your movie, and I, I guess they don't have all of them, but they've got a lot of them. And so then you can edit the, the movie that you got on Netflix. So they have got so, and the, so An- they survived. VidAngel survived this thing. I mean, they altered their plan ever so slightly, their business model uh, so it's a little bit different. So do you um, pay
3: more for Amazon and Netflix with that? No, or? I think you,
2: you pay the same, but you pay some kind of fee probably to VidAngel uh, to, uh, uh, so that you can go there and edit the movie.
1: Yeah. In case you don't know this, VidAngel is a video editing uh, service. Well, it, and so, so you can take out you, all the
2: R-rated stuff if yeah, you want. Yeah. You can make any movie
1: PG, right? Basically. Yeah. You can make it. You can take out as much or a li, or as little as you want. Right. So, or or and unfortunately for Jeffrey, you cannot add in extra sex. Um, <laughs> they but, don't. Uh, they, they do, do not, not have that feature yet. No. I tell you, some <laughs> of my sites do. <laughs> um, but this is now so that because it used to be. You would essentially rent, or you'd buy the movie. Not rent. You would not rent.
2: Not, not, not rent. rent. Not you rent. You would buy it. Why lies. would you even say the word rent? <laughs> that was just. I know, it was a mistake. I inappropriate and wrong. <laughs> so it was. You it was would, nothing like renting. No. no, no you no, would you would buy, buy it for it. twenty dollars and they give you
1: eighteen back when you sell it back to them. Well, why would you sell it back <laughs> to them? Because a lot of people don't want it forever. So a way to look at that, it would you be know? like it's two dollars <laughs> for, for a viewing, almost it like is, a rental. No. No! Not, not, no, not, no Why would you it's
2: a $2 movie? Because you've taken out parts of it. It's not, you, not worth 20 anymore. Now it's worth it's 2 It's a
3: losing business plan, as <laughs> what it is. You paid 20 for something, and then you sell it back to them a day later for $18. Ah, you have lost okay. $2. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's
1: a real money-losing proposition. Yes, and Disney they, Corporation.
2: <laughs> yes, Warner Brothers.
1: So the new way they're doing it is they're actually tying it to Amazon and who Louie's and right? Netflix. Netflix. And Netflix. Mm-hmm. And so you would buy a show. Now it's just, you're, they're just charging you a fee to edit it for you. Right. That's much better. I mean, that's a much, I always, I, I like not understand why I think they went that's gonna through work all that trouble last time. Yeah, to make too. This, just, just, I mean, if you can pay a fee and just have the, you're editing it, they provide the software. That's they're a They're pretty
2: genius, better. though, to, to make that. Slight change, get around the uh, not around, but you know, Wait, go what? right down the line and do exactly <laughs> what they're supposed to do. So, is uh, did they drop the lawsuits though? Who says I, they survived? I think or? it's, I think they won the lawsuit. I think the lawsuit's just over now. I, I because think because they changed their business philosophy. Yeah, yeah. I
3: don't know, I don't know. So about I, that. I'll have to look into it, but I, I know either. they're back in operation. It would seem to so. me that it would be a, a viable thing for Amazon and Netflix and Hulu and some of the other uh app driven. Networks to have that available to I think so to yeah. viewers right because yeah, I mean-
2: let's say you want to watch. I don't know, Saving Private Because there's a lot of people like, oh, i got an example. And you, How about
1: Atomic Blonde? Atomic Blonde, mm-hmm. right.
2: Mm-hmm. You want to watch Atomic Blonde, but you don't want to see any nudity because you're going to have your kids watch it right. with you. Right. So you can take out it's all the family. blood splattering. You can take out all the <laughs> F words. You can take out the D word, you know, damn. So if you, you can, want to. So you
3: can sit down and watch Atomic and Blonde. And, and you can sit down and you can watch three minutes. minutes of Atomic Blonde <laughs> with your kids and
1: love it. Three full minutes? I don't know. A little aggressive there. Uh, maybe if the software's not working. Get <laughs> More patent stew coming up in a minute. Or two. Wait, spoon's coming up, by the way. Uh, a pretty yummy one this time. Oh, yeah? Uh, really? I'm intrigued by it. I don't know. I've never had these before, and eh, they're intriguing. From a, from a classic provider. hmm well you know sometimes uh you go to the classics you Mm -hmm. know uh sometimes you go back eight times out of ten nine
2: times out of ten something like that (laughs) (laughs) look there are a few companies that do things better than other companies i I gotta tell you man nabisco and oreo are uh, they are innovative Mm -hmm. no doubt here's a new flavor Uh, how many different i mean they come out with a new flavor every day have you Mm -hmm. had these yet i I have not
3: have you had them Already? Someone may have dropped them off at the
5: uh,
3: Radio studio a couple weeks ago. Who? Uh, just, I don't know. A fan of the show, of the Jeff Fisher Radio program. You're it a liar. Nine oh, to noon on uh, the radio network. We know he's lying. He
1: said there's a fan of the Jeff Fisher Radio. <laughs> program. Uh, these are jelly donut flavored uh, Oreos. <clears throat> now, I, I would say... It wouldn't be my first choice. Like I mean I but yeah. I mean I'm jelly intrigued. No. I'm intrigued.
2: <clears throat> I am intrigued too. You can really smell the jelly donut yeah. scent. Look at that. Look at that middle there. Look
3: at that middle. That looks you good. Have yeah. a let, little... me,
2: let me just get it out of the way for you.
1: No, go with this milk.
2: All right there. You don't have to
1: do it. Why no. did you say that's so okay. refined as what? compared to him? Um, <laughs> so mean? I like to do with the Oreos, a couple things I like to do. I I like to One. take off the first layer. You do, huh? Go ahead. Move that out I'll, of the way. I will say, Pat just ate the top, the basic golden Oreo top. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever had the golden Oreos, you know you know what you're getting there. So I
2: don't feel like I cheated your explanation.
1: No, I, and you didn't. <laughs> I, I'm just okay. saying that I like to do two things with them, which is if I'm going to eat them, I'm going to eat them like you're eating them, which I'm going to take one of the cookies off and I'm going to eat it. Mm-hmm. However, I like to have one fully in context so I can see what the artist. What did I just hear? A crunch over there? <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> All right. Let's just he, take a bite. He did not wait for your
2: like
3: the explanation. I'm tired of it.
5: Hmm.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I know. Works.
1: It's taken a long time to
2: kick in.
5: Mm-hmm. I no. Mean, I'm,
2: is it a subtle flavor?
1: No. It, it's it really does taste like a jelly donut. Yeah, really? Good. I know we get amazed by this, and every segment is like, you know what? It really does taste like the thing it tastes like. <laughs> but I mean, it kind of it, it hits you. It takes yeah. a minute. But it gets you there. Mm. Um, pretty good, I, you know. I, I jelly donuts are not my favorite thing in the world, but uh, you know, every hmm. once in a while they're good. If though. placed in front of my mouth, will eat. Yeah. You know what I would say? What? I would say it really does
3: taste like a jelly donut. Yeah. What? Are you yeah. kidding me? No, it's almost like they designed it that way. Plus, I don't know why you guys want to take the tops off and everything because if you oh, no. take the top off, it lessens the amount of cookie that you can soak in milk.
2: Mm -hmm. You bastard. I already did it, and then you had to freaking do it again.
1: Let me try the cream here solo, because that's also an important part of this. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It tastes like a jelly donut, (laughs) largely. Now, are you sure? One of the things about jelly donuts that I do like is, depending on which kind you get, you get the kind of crystallized sugar on the outside... Oh, yeah. The, uh, and that's important. That's good. It would be nice if you had that little crunch, like that little crunch of the crystallized sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, inside does not have that. But it does have a jelly taste. And you have the, so Definitely. you kind of have the normal cream on the outside. And then on the inside, you get the purple sort of uh, jelly donut cream. So a solid addition to the Oreo family, as, as they usually are. They keep them coming. Yeah, I'd give this one, uh, it's, it's, it's not a great one. It's not a 17 or 18 type of product for me. Um, but I would put it in the area of, uh, I would give it a 13. Good well, product.
2: I will say this: if you, when you get the jelly and the cream by itself, it's a little overwhelming. You don't want to go that way. But I just wanna
3: you want the cracker.
2: Too? Have at least the half of too? the cookie
1: with yeah.
2: it.
5: hmm hmm mm-hmm.
1: uh, Ratio-wise, you're saying you, you need to mm-hmm. have the cookie in there. Okay. Because it, it is a powerful I mean, filling. This one way- is powerful. I'm going to give the whole experience of 14. <laughs> Another way to say this, by the way, what you're saying is you need to have the cookie was you wanted to have a bite within the context of what the artist was thinking when they designed the Oreo. Yes. Which, you know, was the thing I was saying before you said you didn't care. Jeffy. uh, (laughs) What will you give it?
2: Hmm. We have 30 seconds. Can you
3: spit it out in that amount of time?
1: I want to spit it out. I want to finish doing it. No, not that. The number. Can
3: you say a number? I can say a number. I was just trying to think what the full experience was.
2: Okay, time for thinking is done you're not good at it anyway.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so painfully true. <laughs> give us a number.
3: Yeah, uh, right around what you guys said, 13, 14
2: Douche. Of- oh, man, you are That's exasperating.
3: Right. Does someone pay you to not give a number?
1: Like, are you, do- are you getting money on the side to just piss us off? Yeah. The
5: orders don't upset us. There's a
1: lot of stupid out in the world, um, including this headline. Israel refuses to remove metal detectors from mosques despite rising violence. Yeah. It's actually, uh, the violence is why they put the metal detectors in <laughs> in the first place. Why would they get rid of it? Uh, it's thinking like this that Glenn has been trying to cure with the uh, Glenn Beck internship program with Mercury One with David Barton. Here's a clip from the show as they talk about it.
7: That doesn't seem like a big deal with space travel and, um, and satellites and the fact that your phone has more computing power than all of the computers used in NASA, the ones with the big huge tapes that were going back and forth. Your phone has more computing power than we used to put a man on the moon. So why is the moon landing important We're living at a time now of incredible cynicism, and what the moon landing did in that summer of 1969 was separate the wheat from the chaff. The same summer we went to the moon, Woodstock happened. And so there was the culture that was literally rolling in the mud, and the culture that was looking to the heavens and seeing what great thing man could accomplish. Now, it seems to me this summer, we are rolling in the mud, most of us. And who is it that is reaching towards the heavens? We need someone or something to inspire us again. The past few weeks in America have been dominated by the healthcare debate. Congress They pretend to be mystified about how to solve the Obamacare dumpster fire, um, but they could have saved themselves a lot of sleepless nights, caffeine and headaches that will happen at the polling booths if they would have just gone directly to you, the American people. If somebody would have stood up and said, we are the nation that went to the moon. We are the nation that just offered an X-prize to say who can go into space as a private entity and actually find a way to pay for it themselves. We've done it. Who is challenging us, who is daring us to innovate and to reach for the heavens? That is exactly what John F. Kennedy did back in the 1960s.
0: But why
4: some say the moon? Why choose this as our goal? And they may well ask, why climb the highest mountain? Why, 35 years ago, fly the Atlantic? Why does Rice play Texas? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go
7: to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills, because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept, one we are unwilling to
4: postpone, and one we intend to win, and the others too.
7: We live in such a remarkable time right now, where no one is daring us, no one is challenging us, everyone is saying, I can't do it, it's too hard, they're in my way, this is hurting my feelings please make up for this, I can't afford. He just said, we choose to do these things, not because they're easy, but because they're hard. What is challenging us as a people today with such vast technology? The resources that we are now directly connected to all over the world. Where is the challenge Getting to the next level of a game? Students of American history know that government was not designed to solve all of our problems. The framers had the common sense and the amazing foresight to know that government should stay out of the way because regular Americans would actually pursue their happiness. If left alone, they would do their best and they would innovate There's a reason, I believe, that we had fire as our main source of cooking and light for 5,000 years, and the Constitution was established, and within 100 years, we had electricity, we had light bulbs, we had gas stoves. We need to be reminded of our ability to rise to a challenge, and no one is doing that. From Kennedy's uh, famous Moonshot Challenge in 1962, we figured out how to walk on the moon seven years later. In 1955, on the date yesterday, 1955, was the day that Disneyland opened. And that day is is the time that he did a video called or a film called Man in Space. Kennedy could not have convinced the American people just a few years later that we could go to the moon without that dreamer saying it can be done. And because he had accomplished something great and magical in Disney, people believed him. Seven years later, we have Kennedy saying we're going to go to the moon and bring a man back within the end of the, uh, the, the decade. Nobody thought that was possible. That was insanity. There was no program at all. We didn't have a space program in 1962. Do you know that in World War II, in 1941, when we went to war, do you know what most of our soldiers were training with because we didn't have enough? They trained with broomsticks, we didn't have enough guns. Germany had an air force and a navy about twice the size of ours. We were way behind, and they're the Germans. They're they're good at pumping really good products out of factories. We weren't until FDR challenged the American people and got a guy actually who he was trying to destroy and. Wired him and said, we need you. He was the head of Chevrolet at the time. He's the guy that was trying to push uh, Henry Ford into, into all kinds of new things like, hey, let's get out of all black cars. He was the guy who said, we can innovate, we can change. When he left Henry Ford in frustration, he was brought over to GM. GM had a losing dog, bottom of the line brand called Chevy. He took it over and changed everything about Chevy. By the end of the war, it was the number one automobile in America. Because of him, Ford, I mean, uh, FDR hated him because he was, at the time, the industrialist. He was the guy that could move mountains. And he was part of the problem, according to FDR's socialistic uh, style of, of thinking. His family actually said to him, you cannot go to work for FDR. You cannot go and listen to him. He's tried to destroy our family. Dad, you can't go. He said the country is calling, not the president. And it's because of him that we were building ships and launching ships, I think at the end of the war, about every 12 minutes. Every
4: 55 minutes, we turned a B-24
7: Liberator bomber off the line. Every four days, we turned out a Liberty ship. It was incredible what we did we went from nothing to the greatest industrial might in that the world had ever known why because somebody expected americans to stand up and do it now how do we get there from here because we have all kinds of problems the past few weeks have taught us uh that we need a mission we need a new moonshot challenge and that moonshot challenge could be healthcare, But that moonshot challenge could be just to restore our history. That moonshot challenge could be let's just stop hating each other. And let's start loving each other and respecting each other and learning how to think, not what to think. Learning how to have a conversation with somebody who disagrees with you and not trying to win. But first trying to listen to the other side and then turn it around and have them listen to you because you've shown respect. It won't work every time. But there were Apollo missions and spacecraft and astronauts that died on the launch pad as well. They suffered a much greater tragedy than we will, trying and failing.